Hello, hope everyone is doing okay. Today, well, I'd firstly like to start off by apologizing for the terrible 1980s quality graphics we have going on here. But more importantly, today I wanted to speak about a very important subject. And it is a subject that relates to all of us, and it is a subject that unfortunately is taboo in our age, and that is the subject of death, the final chapter of human life. Death is the destroyer of all pleasures. Death is the great equalizer. And the reason why I wanted to speak about this subject today is I wanted to expound upon the many benefits that there are in discussing death, in coming to coming to terms with death, in confronting it, in meditating on it. As you will see, it's not something so terrifying and scary and negative. On the contrary, if something that you familiarize yourself, you realize that it's something that is actually quite life enhancing. In the modern day, it's rarely talked about or mentioned or discussed seriously. It's just repressed and it's swept away, which is problematic because how can something that is so central to the human experience, so central to life itself, that life without it would not exist, is something that's so repressed and swept away. Something that you could argue has been one of the main defining factors for how human civilizations and cultures have been built, all predicated on the idea and the, on the confrontation of death itself. So something that definitely needs to be discussed and brought back into the mainstream and brought back into the culture. Awareness of death, familiarity with death is extremely important if you want to live our lives properly and to have our lives in proportion. You see, in the past, death was a almost a daily part of people's lives, whether they're witnessing executions or they're seeing dead bodies or people are falling ill and dying. People had first-hand experience of death itself. So it's something that was very visible and that, of course, has a profound and dramatic effect on how you view life, how you actually live your life. Whereas today, the complete opposite has happened in the modern world. There is an illusion of ongoing life. There is, like, it's, it's death and everything associated with it, within dead bodies. And the symbols of death are swept away. It's become a taboo subject. It's become something that's very much invisible. And where, where it is mentioned or, or referred to, it's in a, jokey, cartoonish, caricatured way in the, in the movies, in the films, and in the video games, and that sort of thing. So we don't get a realistic picture of it. We don't have it encountered in our lives in a proper way, in, this, in the same way that many generations and cultures before us had that uh, for themselves and in their lives. And let's also not forget the, the role that that entertainment and addictions and pleasures and distractions play in sweeping away death. You see, boredom is like a prerequisite to death. When you're bored, 
one of the things that will almost certainly come up in your mind is death, is passage of time, is what am I doing here for, what happens to me after I die, but how can you be bored? You don't get a chance at boredom if you constantly have your phone, if you constantly have distractions, entertainment and pleasures to push away death as far, as far away as possible and have you just living in a dream-like illusory state. Is that the best way to live? Absolutely not. As you'll see, we're going to discuss that there are actually many benefits of meditating on your death. One of the main benefits, and seeing as this is a self-improvement channel, one of the main benefits of meditating on your death is going to be a sense of purpose and urgency to realize your goals and your plans in life because you realize how short life is and that really and truly time is you know, flashing by, not even passing by, it's flashing by, and that there is really no time to waste. So you get that sense of urgency to realize those goals. Another benefit of meditating and confronting and thinking about death is you realize that death is the great equalizer, as I mentioned before. So we are all equal in the fact that we are mortal, that we are going to die. So on that basis, there can be no basis for superiority. It's a great way to tame your ego. You get a sense of proportion. Whether you're rich, poor, small, big, young, old, doesn't matter. The one thing that unites us all is death. So to feel arrogant or superior to somebody else, when you start off as a drop of semen and you go back to being dust and rot away in the germs and the bacteria will eat you, you know, the, the maggots will eat you. And how can you be arrogant or superior to anybody else? It's the great equalizer. So that will prevent your ego from ballooning out of its place. And you'll really understand, you'll be humbled, you know, and great. And death is a great humbler. Another benefit of meditating on your death is it will make you stronger in every sense, especially mentally and spiritually. Because the opposite of meditating and thinking about your death is avoiding it, right? Now, if you're in a state of avoidance, what happens when a crisis hits? A loved one dies, an illness comes out of nowhere, you're completely unprepared for it, aren't you? Whereas if you're somebody who meditates on their death, you're prepared for life's challenges when they do come. If there's an illness, if there's uh, something tragic or, uh, or a travesty happens, you'll still be affected, but nowhere near as much as somebody who will be completely dumbfounded and shocked that something, not death itself, it could be the death of their loved one, or something that signals the coming of death comes and you're completely unprepared for it. You don't have to have that happen to you if you simply get comfortable with the idea of death to be strengthened by the thought. Death is the great equalizer. And I want to give you a quote from a book by Robert Greene, who is actually the inspiration for this video, a book by Robert Greene called The Laws of Human Nature, which I highly recommend. And the final chapter is about death. He says, I quote, We do what we can to avoid the thought, to distract ourselves from the reality, but the awareness of death lies in the back of our minds and can never be completely shaken. So the awareness of death is always there. Okay. Bring out that awareness, accept the pain and the suffering of life, the epitome of which is death itself, and you come out stronger. One important concept that I also got from this book is the paradox of remembering death. 
that when you remember your death, you actually feel more alive and more energetic. And the opposite is true. If you avoid death, you're lifeless. You don't have much energy through the consciousness of morality. We can be more productive and our life is more enhanced. Because as I said, we develop that sense of urgency. We become more aware of things. We perceive things with more intensity and that all comes from the realization that life is so short and so precious. So we don't take it for granted. We take it seriously and we have a heightened sense of awareness and we perceive things with more, with more clarity. That's the paradox of, of meditating on your death. And uh, also in this book, there's, he provides many examples of death meditation and one of them being the example of looking at a, a, a bustling streets. If you look around, all the pedestrians walking around in that city, in 90 years' time, they'll all be gone, long and forgotten, including us. Now, apply that to everyone. Think of the millions and billions who've come and gone, the rich and the poor, who are long gone and buried and dusted, okay? Long and forgotten about. Even the people you are remembered to this day, like, how many people can you think of that you know from history? Maybe 15, 20, 30, maximum 100 people from the billions of people who have lived. You can remember about 100 people. And when you remember them, you just remember them here and there. You're still mostly concerned with your own life. So what does that teach you? That there is no basis for a sense of hubris of arrogance of a sense of grand importance for a human being that was created from dust that will go back to dust and forget a thousand years in a hundred years nobody's going to even know that you existed maybe your kids will but what happens after your grandchildren die grandchildren die even they are not going to remember that you remember you or you know you're just going to be forgotten so there's no there's no point of being arrogant you know we should Death is something that humbles you and gives you more empathy and that you understand the human struggle and the human experience that we all have to go through, that we all have to get ready for this death that can come at any time. So those are some of the, the many benefits and there are plenty more. I, I highly implore you to go and do your own research and it doesn't have to be research into the topic of death. It could be just reflection. Just think about death. At surface level, it seems like a counterproductive thing to do. I mean, I'm alive. Why am I going to think about death? Let me make the most of my life. But again, it's a paradox. That remembering and meditating or confronting death is a life enhancing and life improvement. Just try it out and you'll see what I mean. And I would like to end with a quote by Michel de Montaigne. He says, let us rid death of its strangeness. Come to know it. Get used to it. Let us have nothing on our minds as often as death. At every moment, let us picture it in our imagination in all its aspects. It is uncertain where death awaits us. Let us await it everywhere. Premeditation of death is premeditation of freedom. He who has learned how to die has unlearned how to be a slave. Knowing how to die frees us from all subjection and constraint. Hope you learned something new today. I'll catch you next time.